Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Today, the latest on the Kyle Rittenhouse trial and a really, really tough question for you guys. Who is worse, Kamala Harris or Joe Biden? I've got two video clips and you can decide for yourself. We've got a lot coming up today and it all starts right now. Welcome to the News and Why It Matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez, and it is, in fact, Thursday, which means the boys are back in town. We have, of course, Stu Bergier, host of Stu Does America, and Pat Gray, host of Pat Gray Unleashed, both here, both really, really, like, chomping at the bit mm. to discuss mm-hmm. the headlines of the day. Yes. Can't <laughs> this wait. has been quite the week. Mm-hmm. It really has. Yeah. It really has. I mean, especially with, we were talking uh, uh, off-air about this Rittenhouse trial. It just seems to get crazier by the day. And just every aspect of it, none of it spells good things for the country. Just none of it whatsoever. So um, let me, I want to get your thoughts on this, gentlemen, but let's kind of go over uh, the latest since we left you guys yesterday. So so obviously, if you are the left, which I, I find to be incredible that the left already has it in for this guy, um, they act as if he killed a bunch of black people who were unarmed. Mm-hmm. That That's kind of like the, mm-hmm. the, the vibe that you get mm-hmm. from not only the CNNs, the Jeffrey Tubins, which we'll get to later, uh, you know, and um, and the news commentary, but also just the, the general public. They're listening to this. And LeBron James. Yes. And uh, when he tweeted yesterday, I'm thinking... Do you know the people killed weren't black? I don't think he knows. I don't think he does. I really don't think he knows. It's really incredible. We have that later, too. So so let's get into that as well. Um, But so I guess like the left is really just reaching for anything to discredit uh, anyone who may help Kyle Rittenhouse get justice, including the judge for the grave, grave, grave sin. This uh, what is this judge's name? Uh, Bruce Schroeder. Awful guy. He must be because they were in the middle of the trial and his phone rang and it was a very, very, very awful, awful ringtone. Listen, Uh, the actions that I had talked about were not in bad faith. Wow. Wow. How dare he have a, a patriotic ringtone? How God dare he? bless the USA mm-hmm. by Lee Greenwood. Wow. Uh, can he recuse himself already, please? Because that is that's too far that he obviously is biased One in thing this case. That is in the Constitution is that judges are not allowed to like the country. Mm-hmm. People don't know that. Right. It's in the uh, really? plenty clause, I believe. I think so. Uh, um, you got to check it out. Uh, it's amazing. Yeah. That uh, dumb little ringtone. Which is an amazing ringtone, I will say. I know. It's like, was this ringtone from 1990? <laughs> it's like, it's and like one Nokia of those old like, you know, uh, <laughs> version of that song, which I swear was called Proud to be an American and apparently is not. It's God Bless the USA. I, didn't, I don't <laughs> think I even knew that. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, you know, it's, it's very revealing 
that the le- uh, that the left would come out and say it disqualifies him if he likes the country. <laughs> like, I, I, I know. If that does not tell you the entire story of America over the past few years, I don't know what does. It really, it's like if, it, it if, tells it tells us more about you guys yeah. than yeah. it does about him. Yeah. If it would have been the Soviet national anthem, I guess he would have been a hero. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. It's just really, really bizarre. Okay. So let me, Pat, you brought up the uh, the LeBron James, who I know is Stu's very favorite basketball player, NBA <laughs> player of all time. Stu's a mm-hmm. big LeBron James fan. I will not let that stand uh, on this show or any other. <laughs> okay. uh, well, so maybe it's the exact opposite. Maybe. Stu maybe is exactly the, the, the biggest LeBron James hater. I have a shirt uh, that I sell at studosmerch.com, by the way, that says, don't be an idiot, don't be a LeBron. Yes. Just because he's such an idiot. He is mm-hmm. reflexively wrong on every issue. Just like he was this week. Yeah, he was. So he tweeted out, as Pat uh, mentioned, he tweeted out, uh, he, of course, was retweeting Kyle Rittenhouse breaking down on the stand. I think anyone who watched it could tell the kid clearly has PTSD. Um, It did not look fake or staged or anything like that. But LeBron James said, what tears? I didn't see one. Man, knock it off. That boy ate some lemon heads before walking into court with three laughing emojis. Um, because mm. I guess it's, you know, if you if you take away uh, that part of it, why would you put laughing emojis if you were very upset that Kyle Rittenhouse just killed people? Right. Like, right. W- so now that's yeah. funny that he he ate some lemon heads before walking into court. Laugh, laugh, laugh. OK, wait a second. I thought you guys were upset that these people actually died. And I thought this man was a murderer. And now you're laughing about it. Yeah. I, I love how he was responded to, though. Yeah. Uh, just as he should have been. He, he really got put in his place. He, he got dog slapped. There's a um, uh, cover right there with, that we have. <laughs> I remember this moment very yeah, well. With people pointing out him crying because he had a, what, was it a cramp? Cramp. Yeah. And he's, yeah. he's crying like a three-year-old girl because he's got a cramp. Yeah. This guy had to defend himself and his life, and he had to take the life of mm-hmm. others. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course he's upset about it. 17-year-old kid having to make that decision a life and death decision like that and it obviously affected him greatly and but lebron james crying at the basketball court that's it's the the guy sucks he's (laughs) an idiot thank you yeah he's Um, an idiot first of all lemon heads are candy they don't make you cry there's, what, 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 well, maybe they make LeBron cry. I was confused by that, too. Why like, lemon you cry head, why from would, a lemon head? A lemon head is such sour. Tart, yeah, but they're not that sour. I mean, <laughs> they, they make you cry? LeBron's, maybe they do him. LeBron is a little yeah, baby. He is. Yeah. So. And here's a guy who is one of the most, as much as I can't stand him, the, one of the most fit athletes of mm-hmm. our generation, mm-hmm. yet who crumbles constantly when people brush into him <laughs> on the basketball court. He constantly <laughs> is falling over and flopping when no one even comes in contact with him. I know, you'd think he's playing soccer out there. Yeah, I mean, he constantly (laughs) fakes injuries, full stop. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And he does it for drama. He does it to fake referees, to steal uh, basketball games. He cries over every... He's famous for fake crying and fake falling. And he's, he's going after Kyle Rittenhouse, who, as you point out, this is Kyle Rittenhouse, a an 18-year-old kid. Who is describing in front well, of seventeen million, at the time? Right? Seventeen at the time. Yeah. I think he's eighteen now. Yeah. Like, yes. Yes. Um, eighteen years old, who's on the stand in front of millions of people watching, describing the worst moments of his life, mm-hmm. and he completely loses control of himself. Mm-hmm. Um, that is, 
I would say very understandable. Yeah. Uh, if any of us can put ourselves back in that moment, you know, I, I think we all have had, uh, you know, moments where, I mean, he looked like he had just lost a parent, right? I mean, he looked like mm-hmm. it, it was not, you know, there's that, that that's the ugly cry, right? Like that's the full out ugly cry. That is like not, yeah. that's not for effect. That is completely losing control yeah. of himself. And it's understandable. Like this is clearly a person who did not want to kill people while he was there. As evidenced by the fact that, Number one, multiple people come up to him, uh, try to attack him. He points the gun at them. They back off and he does not shoot them, even though he probably would have been justified in doing it because they were coming at him and, and attacking him in that way. But once they backed up, once they put their hands up, he stopped. Even one of the guys who actually pointed a gun at him. When he pointed his gun back and the guy put his hands up, he stopped until he made an aggressive move for his gun and then he shot his arm off. Um, you know, look, this is a guy who I think it's an open and shut case it's all on video you could have put the video uh, and just played it and then completely separately just put kyle rittenhouse's testimony uh, as a narration for the video because he told you exactly, mm-hmm. exactly what you saw in the video and so did some of like the guy who got shot yep. yeah yeah <laughs> he told <laughs> yeah. the same story the, the, you mean you mean the prosecution's witness <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah multiple prosecution yeah. witnesses said exactly what kyle rittenhouse said and they tried to say initially that Kyle was chasing them when it was the other way around. Mm-hmm. He was chasing Kyle. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Wow. It, it's how did it even come to trial? That's exactly where I was going to go with that. Is that it? Really, it's it's depressing and really terrifying to see that something with so little evidence can be brought to trial and not just brought to trial, but like this is in a national spotlight. Mm-hmm. And you watch it and you're like. How in the hell did this prosecution think that it was appropriate to ruin this kid's life and put him through the ringer? And for what? Mm -hmm. For what? Because there's no evidence there. So let me play for you. Again, despite the evidence or lack thereof, I should say, uh, that's not stopping the entire world who... I think has watched precisely zero minutes of the case to uh, go on and form all of these misguided opinions about the case, about Kyle Rittenhouse, about whether he's guilty or innocent. And of course, we would expect uh, places like CNN to do just that. Well, here is Jeffrey Tubin, who, again, I, I don't know why he's on TV. I don't know why they're bringing him in. Um, I don't know if they've asked the females how they feel about Jeffrey Tubin now being in studio with them and if that perhaps makes them uncomfortable. I don't know. But here's Jeffrey Tubin going live on CNN uh, to say Kyle Rittenhouse is lucky that it's not illegal to be an idiot. Watch. What kind of idiot 17-year-old gets a giant gun and goes to a riot? He has no license. He has no training. He thinks he's going to scrub graffiti off with his AR-15. I mean, the stupidity of this is like, what could possibly go wrong? Well, a lot went wrong. The good news for Kyle Rittenhouse is that he's not on trial for being an idiot. He's on trial for homicide. And in that respect, I mostly agree with Joey that this is a tough case for the prosecution because it does seem like he has a plausible case Mm -hmm. uh, of self-defense. And, you know, if if it were illegal to be an idiot, the jails would be even freer, even more crowded than they are now Mm. homicide's a different matter and you know he may have a defense i am so sick of hearing this uh this retort from people it's explain to me the difference between what he just said which is well he shouldn't have been there in the first place it's kind of his fault because he shouldn't have been there in the first place and people saying well if she didn't dress so skimpy maybe she wouldn't have been raped 
Explain mm. to me the difference, because to me it's the same thing. He was acting uh, in a lawful manner. He wasn't really doing anything wrong until people threatened his life. So what is the relevance of all of this other, you know, garbage that you're talking about? Trying to So now people aren't allowed to bring other people in to defend their businesses from being burned <laughs> to the ground? Like, right. what, what, are we, what are we supposed to believe here? We're supposed to devalue private businesses now? And I guess it's okay for the criminals to come out, burn down businesses, loot, riot, uh, attempt to kill teenagers. That all that is okay. But poor Kyle shouldn't have been out uh, past curfew with a giant gun, as Jeffrey Tippett <laughs> It was a giant gun. Giant gun. Uh, it, look, there's a lot of layers to this, right? I mean, it does seem that he, the, the one thing he seemingly did wrong was be underage Break. to have the weapon, yeah. and it wasn't his weapon. So there may be some gun charges, minor stuff that, that he may have to deal with. And he, if, if so, that, that I'm sure will be part of this. Um, you know, like, I, I think there's two ways to separate this. Like, I have a 10-year-old son. In seven years, he will be 17. I will not advise him right. to take an AR-15 right. into a riot scene. I would never uh, let my child right? do that. I would never let my child do that. And and I don't know that his mom let him do yeah. this. He may, very well may not have known. Um, so, like, like, is it a good decision to, to send a 17-year-old down here? I would say no, right? Like, but that has literally nothing to do with the case. And it's revealing what Tubin says there, which is, yes, he makes the point about how stupid it is, which is, I think, uh, I think it's a, you have to do that to get in the door of CNN at this point, <laughs> is, is say, you know, uh, someone with a gun is stupid. Right. But, like, beyond that, he can't, even he can't say that it's a good case against Calvert yeah. House. Yeah. Even he has to admit mm. they got nothing here. They've right. got nothing here. And it's so hard to watch Jeffrey T- it is because it's it so is. hard to take them seriously mm-hmm. after yeah. everything uh, that that's gone on. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, you know, you can't like listen to him talk and have it. It's describing his own situation. How stupid did you yeah. have to be? How did you think this was going to turn out? Yeah, like I, yeah, like not well. <laughs> right, his right. own situation points uh, to uh, maybe a lack of judgment on his part, which is pretty well known. And I will say, you, you, you mentioned how is this guy on TV. The one thing I'll say in this, I don't know, have any information about the specific case, but I will say this, and this I do have information on. Over the many years we've worked in cable news, there are a lot of legal experts who work at cable news networks and are uh, contributors. And quite often, those, those legal experts wind up doing sensitive legal work for higher-ups at those networks. Because, hey, I don't know, I've got this situation. Let me bring Jeffrey in here. Let me ask him what I should do here. Often, that is the case. And I swear to you, I don't know it for a fact, but I will tell you this definitely happens in the cable news world. Because these guys, they pay you know, little contributor fees, and they come on, they do their commentary, and then, then it's a, a legal issue pops up for a higher up, and the executive says, you know what, tell Jeffrey to come on up here. Let me talk to him about it. And they have all sorts of weird information about what goes on at these networks. So I'm not exactly shocked Jeffrey's back on the air like do you have any like any examples of like another network that might have been in a similar situation i can't think of any other networks at this time where a lawyer would have been providing i will say it's not just one there are multiple examples (laughs) of this type Uh, of behavior it's weird it's not necessarily all nefarious but it does give a hell of a lot of power mm-hmm. to legal experts at cable news companies yeah. that appear on the yeah. air often. And you and don't you know why they're like, there. You're like, why is that guy yeah. always yeah. on right. there? Like, he's sure bad. Legal he's not good on the then. air. Yeah. He's not good looking. Right. He's not What's anything. He doing? What, why are you there? Why? Yeah. Yeah. That's, why that's why often. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Thanks for that insight, too. <laughs> mm. uh, all right. We've got more to come, but uh, first we want to thank our sponsor, Built Bar. So uh, Thanksgiving is coming up. You're going to have a ton of temptations coming your way with all 
of the pies and the cakes and whatever the heck else you guys, I don't know, pudding. I don't know if people have pudding for Thanksgiving. I'm sure someone does. But what this means is that you need to make sure that your pantry is stocked with Built Bar so that you don't make a bad decision. Okay, Built Bar uh, are their healthy protein bars. They're all covered in chocolate. They taste like you're eating a candy bar. Uh, so you maybe you're going to eat it and you're going to be like, I feel like I should feel guilty about this, but you actually shouldn't because they are all like 130 to 180 calories, depending on which one you get. And they're all high in protein. They're high in fiber. They are low in sugar. It is going to be a really, really healthy treat. All right. Make sure you load up in time for Thanksgiving so that when your New Year's resolution is I need to lose weight, you have much less to lose. You can go to built.com. Use promo code NEWS15. You'll save 15% off of your order. Go check out the flavors over at built.com. Use promo code NEWS15. All right, I want to uh, briefly get into what has happened so far as of the time of this taping today in the trial. So, Drew, her- what is Stu? Oh, I'm is sorry. Is your phone ringing? I've got a phone call. <laughs> Stu! I'm sorry, it's my phone. You I should be excused from this show. What, Am I- what is that for, song? For playing that hideous song. Oh, my god. Oh, I shouldn't. Gosh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to like the country. That That's is my fault. That was totally unprofessional. I'm sorry. Wow. To the whole audience. Wow. They're not gonna. They're not gonna trust a thing you say now. <sighs> they're not gonna trust a thing You're you right. say now. You're right. I, I sh- <laughs> next time, Soviet national anthem. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Drew Hernandez, who is uh, he's very similar to our own Elijah Schaefer, right? He is a he's a reporter. He is one of the few who go out to all of these riots, go out to wherever there is, you know, nefarious stuff going on on the ground, go out to places where I don't see any CNN, MSNBC cameras, right? I don't see Mm -hmm. any of those journalists actually getting down out on the ground, getting this footage. They usually want to, uh, you know, get it from people like Drew Hernandez. But uh, Drew Hernandez was there that night. He did testify that Rosenbaum uh, lunged Rittenhouse and charged him from behind before uh, Rittenhouse fired the gun. And of course, this is, you know, we mentioned how horrible the prosecution is. Uh, here is the the prosecution trying to, I think, I think they're trying to make the case that like Drew Hernandez is biased because he was going out to film riots. I, I don't watch. Videos that you have captured of these incidents that you call riots, they're very uh, slanted against the people who are rioting. You characterize <laughs> them as Antifa, Black Lives Matter, rioters, correct? Because they are rioting in the footage, yes, absolutely. <laughs> I am not well, sure. Well, yeah, I, I, I classify rioters as, well, rioters. Yeah. 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 yeah I, when they're rioting, uh-huh. I call them Rioters. rioters really yes mm. wow yes wow what a what you a seem bias. to be saying that in a derogatory manner <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't really care for rioters wow yeah. wow that's an opinion i know uh-huh. what you just there said is. is an opinion there it is and so they tried to poke holes in drew hernandez's <laughs> account even more by saying uh you know he he must be biased because well you say you're a journalist but also you're a commentator but what <clears throat> you must be making this up watch you say you're a journalist and a reporter? Yes. Earlier you identified yourself as a pro- professional commentator. All the above. Is it your practice as a journalist to interject your personal opinion into the stories you're re- reporting on? No. But you did that here? Where? 
on August 25th, a few minutes after these shootings, you posted on Twitter your opinion. What? No, I said apparently at the beginning of that statement. What effect does that have? It means apparently. <laughs> it doesn't mean that that's, this is 100% my opinion. You had already jumped to a conclusion, an apparent conclusion at that moment, right? That's what apparently means. But that's not what journalists do, right? I don't know where we're headed here. I'll, I'll be done. Thank you. Um, okay, you may step down, sir. Oh, it's so bad. Wow. It's painful to watch. How is it this is. still going on? How is it still going on? He gets caught in his own circular question there. He doesn't even <laughs> he doesn't even really know apparently, what it is he's trying to get to. Apparently, what does that to. mean? Yeah, well, it means apparently. Yeah. Oh, I oh. see. Huh. So you're qualifying that with a <laughs> word that means apparently then. Yeah. 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 Mm. That's what I was doing. We don't know all the facts 100%, but what, the facts that we know lead to an apparent conclusion mm -hmm. that X, Y, and Z has happened. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And one way that we could tell is we have video of it. Right. That is one way we can tell what the apparent conclusion is. Mm -hmm. And think about this case without people like Drew Hernandez involved, without people like Elijah Schaefer, without people yeah. like Richie McGinnis. We, this kid would fry. Yep. He would absolutely yeah. fry for this stuff. Yeah, because if we did not have it on video, we would not know. Um, and it's, uh, I was thinking about like back to like the Michael Brown situation. Remember this? Uh, Michael Brown, he was an yeah. African-American, uh, robbed a convenience store, then mm -hmm. charged at an officer who wound up uh, shooting him. And that was, was this the, the hands up, don't the shoot? hands up, don't shoot yeah. case, yep. right? The only reason we know what happened there are, is because of largely African-American mm -hmm. eyewitnesses, mm -hmm. right? Every journalist, every media source told us that he was shot with his hands, hands up like this, saying, shoot. hands up, don't shoot. Mm -hmm. But now we know that that didn't occur thanks to African-American eyewitnesses to that. But if we, without these videos, without uh, people like Elijah and Richie and, and so many others who have gone down there and done this, we wouldn't know any of this. None of the mainstream media stayed they did their shots from uh, at the end where the police were and then went home for the night at like 10 p.m. when nothing was going mm -hmm. on and they said everything was peaceful. Yeah, thank goodness, because MSNBC was just yesterday trying to say that one of the uh, people that uh, Kyle shot had his hands up. What? Yeah, they, they tried to say, I think it was Rosenbaum, had, had his hands up. Yeah, lunging at him? Yeah, and <laughs> fortunately, that was all refuted by, by the video evidence and by the eyewitness evidence that he did not have his hands up. That's incredible. And so, you know, he, he likely would fry yeah. mm -hmm. if it weren't for these journalists. And again, I know, I think we noted this already, but like a couple of them did have their hands up. And guess what? They didn't get shot. Yeah. We, we, yeah. we have it on video, people charging him, seeing, oh, crap, he's got a gun. Okay, okay, brother, and okay, okay. And it was okay. the ones with their hands up yep, that, that did, did not, not get, get shot. shot. Yeah. And one of the guys had his hands up, didn't get shot. Kyle Rittenhouse lowers his gun because he puts his hands up, and then the guy darts at him anyway. Well, and then no. he gets shot. That's what happens. You know, you just yeah. can't, you can't threaten someone else's life. It's not your right to take someone else's life. And uh, it's your right to defend yourself. And that is not a right that comes from Wisconsin. That's a right that comes from God. Yeah, mm -hmm. uh, I, I appreciate you pointing that out. I feel like people always forget that that's a it's a God given right, yeah. not a not a government, yeah. not given from the right. federal government, yeah. not from the Constitution, yeah, not from any of that. It's your right as a human being to do it. Um, I want so I found this interesting too when it comes to this case. Apparently, Chicago PD uh, has canceled one of their regular days off this weekend for all full duty officers to quote enhance public safety because they are bracing for possible upheaval ahead mm -hmm. of a potential verdict 
verdict in this particular trial, in, again, in Chicago. Uh, so they said, to enhance public safety and to address current crime patterns, all full duty sworn members will have one regular day off canceled this upcoming weekend. Uh, and um, that was the what they said was because they are trying to brace for potential upheaval. Over this, over uh -huh. whether he is, if he's innocent. That's what that's what they said. That that's what they said. That's unbelievable. Yeah. Um, that's unbelievable. With the, with the, totally with believable, seen. right? <laughs> yeah. Well, right, especially but, with, what was it, George Floyd's cousin, who was like, basically, we know where, we can find out where all the jurors live. We know where they live. Oh, yeah. I mean, there has yeah. to be, like, putting yourself in that jury box for a second. You just watched your city get lit on fire for uh, a mm -hmm. year and a half ago. Mm -hmm. And you're sitting there in that jury box and saying, you know what? This kid's obviously innocent. But like, does it cross your mind to just say he's guilty it anyway? Has to cross it, your I mind. mean, like, you're, there's a, there's got to be a justification, and this is not correct, obviously, but there has to be a justification in people's minds saying, like, look, my city might very well burn to the ground if mm -hmm. I say innocent. Mm -hmm. Maybe I shouldn't, and that's that's the type of pressure that these groups like Black Lives Matter mm -hmm. want to bring against juries. They want them to be able, they want them to lie intentionally to stop them from terrorizing these communities obviously it shouldn't happen but you have to worry about it that's the only way this comes out as as guilty it's well, the only way well which again is just so stupid you mentioned black lives matter it's like uh, how dumb would it be if that's what they did when no one that was shot was black yes that is <laughs> a, yeah. an important just, detail ah! it just shows what a crappy white supremacist kyle rittenhouse is oh. he, he is so bad at white supremacy he's shooting white people wow <laughs> that's a great point. <laughs> uh, all right we've got more to come but um let's take a break really quickly first we want to thank our sponsor tommy john so uh the end of the year is upon us and uh most people might call it the holiday season but tommy john wants you to know it is also the softness season, yes. And you may think, oh, that's so cheesy, Sarah. Okay, but if you think that, that is because you have never tried Tommy John because they are literally the softest things you will ever put on your body. They're true or legit. false? They're legit. Legit. Absolutely true. Yes. I, I love their, like, la they have these lounge shorts and yes. lounge pants. Oh, I, I have the those. lounge pants so much I wear them all, all the time. time. The Thank you. Yeah, I say this all the time mm -hmm. on the show. I'm like, I literally, when I get in my house, I'm like, <laughs> don't talk to me yet. <laughs> no. I'm going to go put my loungewear on uh -huh. and then I can handle whatever it is that you have to tell me. <laughs> Legitimately. Awesome. It, Tommy John's they legit. really are yeah. the best thing you will ever put on your body. By the way, returns and exchanges are always free and uh, they've got loungewear. They've got, obviously, I'm sure you guys have heard about, they've got men's underwear, but they've got women's stuff too. So make sure you check it out. No matter the, uh, I was going to say one of the hundred genders that they have, but we know that there's only two. Uh, you can go to TommyJohn.com slash Y for 20% off your first order. That is TommyJohn.com slash Y. TommyJohn.com slash Y. See site for details. All right, here is the segment where I, we're really going to have to make a decision, guys. It's, it's going to be hard, but we need to decide who is more terrible, Joe Biden or Kamala Harris. Uh, so Joe Biden today uh, was just giving a, a speech. He was upright, so that was good for him. And um, he was talking about he had the audacity to uh, discuss the economy. And really, honestly, the high inflation is because Americans have more money because, I mean, they got it from Uncle Joe himself, just gave them the money. And now they have more money and like. That's just that's what happens is inflation when all of these things uh, happen and Americans have more money. Watch. And the irony is people have more money now. 
Because of the first major piece of legislation I passed. Oh, got checks for fourteen hundred dollars. You got checks for a whole range of things. If you're a mom and you have kids under the age of seven, you're getting three hundred bucks a month. And if it's over over seven to seventeen, you're getting three hundred sixty dollars a month. Like wealthy people used to do when they get back tax returns. It changed people's lives. Oh, it's just like wealthy people. But. What happens if there's nothing to buy, you got more money, mm-hmm. you compete for get, getting it there, it's, it creates a what? real problem. So on the one hand, we're facing new disruptions to our supplies. Yes. Same words. At the same time, we're also experiencing <laughs> higher demand for goods because wages are up as well oh. as, as well as people have money in the bank. Mm-hmm. And because of the strength of our economic recovery, American families have been able to buy more products. Yeah. Yeah. And but guess what? They're not what? going out to dinner and lunch and going to mm. local what? bars because of COVID. Oh. So what are they doing? Right. They're yeah. staying home. They're ordering mm-hmm. online and they're buying product. Lots mm-hmm. of people doing that. Well, mm-hmm. with more people do. with money buying product, <laughs> less do. product to buy. What happens? Um, the supply chain's the reason. And the yeah. answer is you guys. I'll get to that in a minute. But what happens? Okay. What happens? Mm-hmm. Prices go up. And huh. People mm-hmm. are feeling it. They're feeling it. Yeah. Do you ever think you'd be paying this much for a gallon of gas? Uh, no. In some no. parts of California, they're paying four dollars fifty cents a gallon. Yeah. Why? Why? Yeah, because of you. <laughs> Why would you say that? Oh man. Oh my God. Okay. There's a lot to unpack there, but mm-hmm. I but I want to just uh, earlier today. Joe Biden, I could tell you, I could try to tell you what the hell he was even, like, was his larger point, why he was speaking. But all I know is that uh, he was, he started telling a story uh, about a black man named Satchel Paige. And I, I don't know. I don't think that you're supposed to use this term when talking uh, about black people, but uh, I'll let you decide. Watch. You know, I've adopted the attitude of the great Negro at the time, pitcher in the Negro Leagues, went on to become <laughs> a great pitcher in the pros in the mm. old Major League Baseball after Jackie either. Robinson. His name was Satchel Page. Oh, uh, the great that? Negro. Ooh. Um, uh, the, you know, I like Negroes, and he's a Negro, and I like him. Really, the worst. He, you know what? He's so old school racist. He doesn't have any problem with any of that. Yeah, I, I, to him, I totally agree with you. Yeah, totally it's, natural. Yeah, yeah, He's yeah. just old school racist. Yeah, and he proves it all the time. He does. There are so many instances we could play where he has gone down that kind of road. Mm-hmm. Um, Amazing. It's and yet Donald Trump was the racist. Right. I mean, could you imagine? Right. Imagine if Donald Trump had it's, said that. It's funny because, like, very recently over the past year, they have taken the Negro Leagues, which is what they were called, and they have taken their statistics and made them part of like baseball lore, so that mm-hmm. like it, the records that stood in the Negro Leagues are now they now count <laughs> in Major League history. And of course, they were different types of leagues. There were great, great players. Some of the greatest players of all time. Mm-hmm. Satchel Page like was one Satchel of them. Page, yeah. uh, you know, played in those leagues, but they were very unbalanced. They played very odd schedules, and there's all sorts of reasons why for a very long time, they were not included in like the official major league records. They just did that over the past year. And when that occurred, all these people that I guarantee voted for Joe Biden uh, said it was racist 
uh, for people to mm-hmm. do anything other than include them. It was this like thing that if you said, wait a minute, though. I mean, these guys, they, they didn't even play full seasons. They played different mm-hmm. lengths of yeah. seasons. These games were on uh, unofficial fields at times. I don't think we can, we can count those records. You're a racist. You just don't like black people and you don't think they count. Now, Joe Biden, the guy they all voted for, is up there going, these, I, 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 I don't even want to go into it. <laughs> Saying all these things that I don't want to say, but it. rolled right off his tongue. Uh, and that's not going to be a problem at all for anybody. It's just Joe being Joe. Uh, it's an amazing, it's an amazing moment. And, you know, you go back to that first clip where he's just, uh, the economic uh, illiteracy, illiteracy yeah. <laughs> involved to make these arguments is 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 just amazing. I mean, obviously, take it to its extreme for a second. Why not give everyone a trillion dollars a week? <laughs> What's the problem with that? Well, we all know that inflation will come, money will mean nothing, and it'll disintegrate our economy. Now, they are making the judgment that giving people $1,400 checks and $300 a week for this and $400 a week for that, thousands of dollars a month going to families, uh, to unemployed people, to all sorts of different projects, and not even to mention the extra $3.5 trillion they want to spend on this next bill, all those things are going to be just slightly less than the line that makes our eco- economy collapse. Mm-hmm. And they're just betting on that and hoping that they can pick out that number that will just inflate our money and make things more difficult to buy, but not collapse our economy. Do you trust that man with that decision? <laughs> I don't. Nope. No. I love the no. fact. I mean, there's so much, like you said, Sarah, there to, to go over. But yeah. one of the one of my favorite things he says there is that three hundred and sixty dollars cha- a month has changed people's lives. Yeah, I know. I thought <laughs> three hundred sixty bucks a month changed people's. And it's just like the rich people <laughs> when they used to get their tax returns. Oh, yeah, because rich people just don't pay any taxes. I love that narrative. It's I like, do, too. What world do these people live in? They all Ugh. know they're lying. I will say, I'm watching that clip, because uh, you could see the, uh, the I don't know, sign language, mm-hmm. but I don't think the sign language person believed him either. I got to say, i just <laughs> watching her facial expressions. I do not think this, the sign language person That's actually it. one of my favorite additions during COVID. I feel like they yeah. really amped that up during yeah, COVID, and I've been really, really I happy like it. with it. It's, <laughs> it's great. Even when the person speaking is really boring, the sign language person is really interesting. Yeah, exactly. It and always animated. Always really animated. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Have you seen the sign Sign language people at like some of the rap concerts and stuff. No, they're like dancing while they're really. Right. I, that's fun. Okay. Well, so before we go, I have to play Kamala too, so that you can oh, do yeah. the comparison. Mm-hmm. So uh, Kamala Harris, you know, both of these people, they are suffering with really, really, really low approval numbers. I don't think this is going to help either of them. Uh, Kamala was in France, I guess, trying to uh, facilitate mend relationships with France uh, after the latest debacle, and she, she was talking to a bunch of scientists in a lab in Paris and tried to like use this fake. French accent, I guess, and it just is really bad watch. With us in government, we campaign with the plan. (laughs) Uppercase T, uppercase P, the plan. And then the environment is such that we're expected to defend the plan. Even when the first time we roll it out, there may be some glitches and it's time to reevaluate and then do it again. So bad. She thinks that if she just moves her hands like this whenever she says the word, that it, it makes, makes it French. Th- yeah. 
Is she trying to do French, or is she imitating Hervé Villachez there? The plane! The plane! The plane, boss! The plane! I'm not sure. It's hard to know. Weird. Either way, it's really, really cringeworthy. It really is. I will say this. I mean, Biden at least has the excuse of being 100 years old. What is Kamala's Mm. excuse for being so terrible? She's terrible. What is Kamala's excuse? Uh... Her, the way she worked her way up the ladder was not by <laughs> proving her well, political merit. Well, something to somebody. Yeah, right. it was just, not political merit. At 28% approval rating, I, you know, we're getting down to Nixon numbers almost now. Yeah. His his approval rating, we looked it up this morning, when he left office was 24. So she's four points away from Richard Nixon approval rating. Wow. So it's amazing. I, for one, love it's to amazing. see it. I love to see yeah. it. Yeah, I would too. Yeah. I really do. I, I do too. I mean, I, I she, you know, it's interesting because her... I mean, he's only at 36, uh, so but he's mm-hmm. ahead of her in approval rating, but not by much. Mm-hmm. But what's interesting about it is, like, her approval rating, I can't really place why. It, like, she doesn't seem to do a lot. I don't yeah. see mm-hmm. her a lot of places. I think she's just so invisible and such a non-entity, people don't know what to think about her. I mean, she does have a higher uh, I don't know rating. She has a lower disapproval rating than mm-hmm. Biden does. She has a, a larger I don't know rating because I don't think anyone knows. I mean, when they see her, they don't like her. That's, right. But they don't see her very often. Right. Mm-hmm. Usually people who hang back like that will keep a, a relative balance between approval and disapproval. She's just, I mean, whenever people see her, they just know, oh, God, not her. (laughs) And what are they going to do? Because, you know, she was the backup plan for if he implodes. Well, he's imploding. Now what is their backup plan? You can't put, you can't let her be there to take over for him when she's got 28%. I I don't know what they're going to do. I can't wait to see. I I really can't wait to see. All right, we got to take a break. We'll be back. Oh, I didn't have you pick. Oh. Who's worse? Audience, you can comment below if you are watching on YouTube or I think Blaze TV has a chat function. Facebook, let us know who you think was the worst. I did hear, Stu, you said Kamala for you. Yeah. And Pat Joe said for me. Joe. Mm-hmm. They're both awful. Uh, Joe has more of an, a negative effect on my life. Yeah. So, right. But and she's we see just him really annoying. More. Yeah, we do. You know? Yeah. yeah. It, it really is a toss-up. It's hard to pick. They're just both so terrible. Uh, speaking of terrible, Democratic or- uh, Oregon Representative Earl Blumenauer, I think that's how you say his last name, uh, <laughs> he was at the uh, climate summit. Uh, the, the United Nations Climate Summit, and um, he actually, listen, it's just that he told us some groundbreaking news about how hot it got in his uh, particular area, um, uh-huh. and you're not mm. going to believe it. Yeah, watch. We are in a race against time. I came here uh, <coughs> buoyed by the experience I had with Speaker Pelosi in the first uh, select committee. Uh, it took on new urgency for me this year with the horrific events. There was one day this summer in Portland where temperatures in the heart of my district hit 180 degrees. Whoa. People died. Yeah, That's at 180, 180 degrees. I think almost everybody would die. The temperature hit 180 <laughs> degrees. I'm afraid you'd be scalded by the UV rays just stepping outside. <laughs> it's amazing anybody lived. I can't believe that you guys don't take this climate change stuff seriously. Well, I'm going to now, knowing that it was a 180 in Portland. Just saying. Just seems, saying. We're all going to die. have melted most of his tie, too, <laughs> uh, <laughs> which is very strange. So, yeah. apparently, there was a news report that, like, <laughs> they measured the temperature on the hot pavement 
Right. And the hot pavement was obviously much hotter than what the temperature was. But that's not what he said. No. No. So 180 degrees. Temperature was 180. If that's the case, I'm all in for this climate change stuff. It's funny because a lot of yeah. people who have been skeptical of the climate change argument have pointed out that is it really that it's that much hotter or is it that we put pavement everywhere and all of our temper temperature measurement devices mm. are near the pavement so it's just naturally warmer called mm -hmm. the urban heat island effect um and i haven't heard this yeah i mean oh, that's, that's fascinating it, yeah i mean you know it doesn't necessarily explain everything yeah. but it does it's an interesting thing because if you go through I, one site did this uh years ago there's something like i don't know there's thousands and thousands of individual uh temperature monitoring devices and if you go around and look at them they are all closer to parking lots than they were 50 or 100 years ago, right? Which yeah. makes a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. Some yeah. of them are, I mean, they, they found some that were right next to air conditioners blowing out heat. They found some that were on, uh, right, like in the, not as they're designed to be in the middle of a field somewhere away from everything. So there's no change in environment, but near uh, industrial equipment and, uh, and, and large swaths of blacktop and shingles yeah. and, and things that maintain, uh, you know, and retain heat. Uh, so, I mean, yeah, look, it, it, it is a, it, yes, it is, it does get hotter on, on blacktop, as we all yeah. understand. <laughs> right. um, that does not, does, it has nothing to do with climate change. That has to do with blacktop. What about the storms, though, the frequent, <laughs> more intense storms? Yeah, no, that's yeah, not. Yeah, you're stumped there. No. You're stumped uh, on that one. Not really, What no. about the wildfires that yeah. burned down no, half the world? What that's, about them? That's, no. That, what about the rising that's... sea levels that have no. swallowed Tomalu? What about that? <laughs> They've swallowed, swallowed it. Tomalu? Swallowed the island of Tomalu. Wow. Yeah. That, yeah. That, yeah. That's not Damn it. I hate no. it. I hate all these changes. You do hate, hate all these them. changes. What about the constant tornadoes mm -hmm. that we that's can't stop? We just can't stop them. None of these are showing trends of What about increased. all the cities that have just fallen into the sea? What about those? <laughs> None. No, no cities have fallen <laughs> into the sea. What about Greenland sinking underneath the ocean? Greenland? What about that? No, no, that what hasn't about occurred. That? That, that has not occurred. <sighs> Man. Um, <laughs> I'm a denier. This is what they do, though, right? It is. Yes. Every weather event. Right, exactly. Yeah. Like as it, like we all know, like if you if you think about like um, crimes, shootings, right? Yeah. Like there used to be shootings that would go on all the time in the country, and we wouldn't know about them. Mm -hmm. uh, we, but you know, the, the media culture has come to a point where everything gets picked up. The same thing is going on with climate. Like yeah. these storms happened for all you know all the time. A lot of times we didn't even know they occurred. I mean, when you go back and yeah. look at tornadoes in particular, we didn't have the measurement equipment we had back in the day, so we only really detected the big ones. There's no trend of big mm. of It's actually a slight decrease in the trend of larger tornadoes but what people like al gore do is like well now we can pick up all the f1 tornadoes uh so we'll add that to the pack and it looks like there's this big increase well those tornadoes were happening before we just weren't detecting couldn't measure them. Right. we couldn't measure them back then mm -hmm. uh, there's a lot of this stuff that goes on with climate and you know it's it's all designed to put uh, america and the world on a in a in a constant stance of war right we'll do all sorts of crazy things when wars break out right we'll, we'll we'll give up all sorts of rights we saw it with the pandemic right we'll do all sorts of crazy things when we're threatened like that they want to give you a natural state of pandemic a natural state of war so you'll do all sorts of crazy things all the time they don't have to wait for the big event mm -hmm. uh and uh, that's what the climate that's all, you know what many of these politicians use the climate scare to do and to accomplish, to get uh, all, all the stuff they want done to be done. By the way, uh, just a fun fact for you, the hottest air temperature ever recorded worldwide was 134 degrees in 1913 mm. yeah. in Death Valley, California. So that is, ooh. Mm -hmm. uh, all right, we gotta take a break, we'll be back. So Stu, I <laughs> frequently, got 
got a little under two minutes here, but I, I just want to say I'm appalled because I was hearing a bunch of uh, like climate deniers. Yeah, the, what about the, the Great Pacific Garbage Patch mm. uh, that's filled with garbage, most of it plastic, yeah. out in the middle of the Pacific Ocean, yes. two and a half times the size of Texas. That's horrible. It's so big it can't be photographed. That's <laughs> Wait, how really? big, yeah. Wait. Yeah. It's so big. Not even so, from like a satellite? No. But we no, have like airplanes and satellites and mm. all sorts of stuff that yeah, can get we an do. aerial. We that's do, but it's big. too big. It's too big for the photo, I guess, because <laughs> it's never been photographed. No, I don't. People have gone out looking for it, <laughs> and it's so big they can't find it. So I don't think that's yeah, how that generally works. It must, it must. Well, listen. It's really bad. It's it's because of all the pollution. It's made. It's under. It's right underneath the water surface. But because of all right. the pollution, you can't see it. <laughs> that must be it. That's what it is. Mm -hmm. Oh, I cracked the code. You sure what? did. Are you getting another phone call? Oh, congratulations. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I should have want turned. you to be a part of the show now. Okay, good. Now my... Yeah, that's great. Yeah, sorry. Oh, what a wonderful ring You're going to be accepted now. <laughs> so you like the Soviet national anthems on Spotify? <laughs> that's, that's what I was surprised about. I'm just mad that you gave them a click. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Some <laughs> Soviet is like, oh, wow, yes. capitalism's working for me. Breaking it in. I get my one one-thousandth of a cent for a stream today. <laughs> uh, don't forget before we go to uh, make sure that you are watching both of these gentlemen's programs. You can find them both on Blaze TV. Uh, Stu Does America, Stu Bergier, and also Pat Gray of Pat Gray Unleashed. It's been a pleasure, as always, gentlemen. Thank you, Thank Sarah. You. This was a lot of fun. Was it? Yeah, it really was. Yes, it was. Oh, just, it was wow, thanks. Great time. Thanks for listening to the news and why it matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.